there are upsides and downsides to just about everything. There may be a few things for which there's no downside and a few things for which it would be hard to find an upside, but for just about everything, there are upsides and downsides. I want to talk today on the Daily Summation from Kurt's Religion and Politics. I'm your host, I'm Kurt. Today is Sunday, the 13th of March of 2022. Uh, welcome to everybody who's on Rumble on the podcast, on YouTube, on BitChute, on CloudHub, on my Facebook page. That would be the Kurt's Religion and Politics page there on kurtzreligionpolitics.locals.com, on mindsmindas.com. And that would typically be the Kurt's Religion and Politics page there on Parler, on Gab, on Twitter. But I want to talk today about this subject of downsides, and I want to relate it specifically to some things that I don't think some people have considered, at least probably not to the degree that they should, and some of them are just probably not aware of what I'm talking about at all. So let me go ahead and get through my notes, and from there we'll go ahead and kind of dive into this even more, I hope. Uh, that's what I try to do when I get done with my notes, but I try to make the notes that they're, so that they're pretty comprehensive and you get as much out of them as as you can so that you don't necessarily have to listen to much more of my babbling before you get some idea of what I'm saying. We made huge advances, advances in a very short time, less than 100 years from virtually no cars to automobiles everywhere, maybe a little over 100 years, but that's, you know, it's been, a, it, it hadn't been very long, 29 or so was when they really started to show up. There are wonderful outcomes as a result of that. In the other direction, there are downsides. Fact is, there have been so many wars that the level of armament of even less sophisticated nations has almost without fail come to be better than the best equipped nations in the, wor in, in the World War II timeframe. I heard someone recently talking about how we would be in World War II if we involved ourselves in what's going on, on, certain, on in certain parts of the world. Where we really don't know what will happen, I want to help elucidate things. By the way, if you hear my son, you may in the background and you'll just have to deal with that. I'm sorry. World War II was more than 70 years ago. Even then... We had nuclear weapons, granted they existed or at least uh, were at least used on a pretty limited basis, but even then we had nuclear weapons. Point is, these days there are a number of countries that possess substantially more powerful weapons in terms of nukes and other types of weapon, weapons than anyone had at that time. If you think we're in for another World War II, if we get embroiled in certain of the Earth's affairs at this moment in time, I should tell you that I believe you're horribly confused. What will happen? That's part of the problem. Nobody knows for sure. One thing I'm pretty certain of, though, is it will be a whole new ballgame. It will not be what it was in World War II. Too much has changed. Remember this. We really had no satellites around the Earth in that era. These days, much of the world's communication is routed through those very artificial satellites that we didn't have back then. Much the same is true for uh, uh, intercontinental cables under the sea. The point is, we're already nowhere near we were back where we were back in those days. We're nowhere near where we were. Heck, without major issues, we'll never see the 1970s again. Okay? Think we're headed 
for something like World War II if we meddle in certain foreign situations, I hope you reconsider that idea, because you're almost certainly wrong. The reality is this. We have had, since the 50s maybe, maybe the 40s, but I would say certainly the 50s, probably the 50s, late mid-late 50s, supersonic aircraft. We have had aircraft that could travel faster than the speed of sound. Okay? Some of them substantially more. The SR-71, the Blackbird, could, I don't even remember, Mach 6 or Mach 8, I don't even remember now. Couldn't even tell you. Very, very, very fast. To where it could, you know, they, they, they would say that you could see its trail on multiple radar sc uh, screens. Now, I don't know. That may be a, a myth. I don't know. But that's what they used to say. They used to say that a person who had radar sc screens that were supposed to be covering different areas would see <clears throat> the SR-71's trail on multiple uh, radar screens in different regions because it was so fast that it would still ping in two different regions. Now, I, you know, sounds improbable, but that's what they used to say. Point is, that thing was fast. We have weapons today, and the weapons that we have today are enormous by comparison, even to what hit Hiroshima and Nagasaki. Okay, they're gigantic. We have types of weapons that did not exist in the time frame of World War II. We literally have, we've done any number of things, testing and, and creation production-wise, where nuclear weapons are concerned and where a lot of actually even the just standard weapons are concerned that make it so that we fit much more potent armament in a much smaller area. There's literally talk of suitcase nuclear weapons. Now, how powerful they are, I don't know. I couldn't tell you. All I know and all you need to know is this. The world we live in today has had a bunch of things that were upsides to it. So, uh, again, a lot of those horrible wars caused people to know how to deal with terrible injuries and so forth that might happen from car accidents and so forth and, and help people to get back to being looking and be, feeling normal as after they'd gone through terrible accidents or whatever. But we've also had some really bad, you could argue, downsides. And those downsides look like the creation of nuclear weapons, the creation of very strong bombs, the uh, creation of things that use spent nuclear fuel, the creation of even more, ever more potent, in fact, I would say, chemical and biological weapons. They're all of these things that you need to consider that will, will make a difference. And we've got inter intercontinental ballistic missiles, ICBMs, right, that, are that have literally been pointed at various places for decades. Decades, okay? This is not, not some new thing, and it's not some unpracticed thing in a sense. It's unpracticed in its actual final implementation, but not in any other real, real or meaningful way. So what I'm trying to get at here is this. You may think, oh, we're destined for another World War II. No, no, we're not. Because the armament in use, the training that has come to be, the understanding of how things work that people have gotten, the speed at which one nation can get to another, even if they're quite distant from one another, 
the speed at which armament can get from one nation, again, missiles and so forth can get from one nation to another, is, you know, horribly much smaller than it was in past. It's much less time required. Speed of communication. Literally, we can stream things happening in, happening in Serbia in the United States, and it'll be, you know, seconds, minutes, but you know, that it'll be seen. Okay, so if you think at any point that what we're talking about when we talk about another world war, even another major war in the world, let me just clear up. If you think that that looks, will look like what World War II looked like, in some instances, I guess you'd be right, right, because there's still the geopolitical aspects of things and so forth. But in other instances, I have to tell you, no, you're, you're going to be wrong and in some pretty major and pretty significant ways. It is my hope, and I've said this before, and I'll say it again now in sort of closing out for the day. It is my hope that places like Russia and the United States, even Iran, even the crazies, right, uh, North Korea, will not use nuclear weapons. It is my hope that that will never happen. I hope everybody is too smart for that. I hope they've seen the damage that was done by comparatively small nuclear weapons and have decided that they won't do that anymore. Even without those, the amount of damage that can be done with various of the weapons that currently exist in the world today is enormous. And I want you to keep that in mind. So if you think that, you've, that you're going to see the same sort of thing, you might want to consider some of the, quote, downsides. You could consider them upsides in some senses, but you might want to consider some of the downsides that have we have experienced as a result of various things happening, including World War II and others, by the way. Okay, uh, I need to go ahead and wrap things up. This has been the Daily Summation from Kurt's Religion and Politics. I'm your host. I'm Kurt, and today is Sunday, the 13th of March of 2022. That would be the beginning of the Christian week for many. That means tomorrow will be Monday, the 14th of March of 2022. That will be that beginning of, for most pe people, the work week. Thank you for having come here on Rumble, on the podcast, on YouTube, on BitChute, on CloudHub, on my Facebook page. That would be the Kurtz Religion and Politics page on Facebook, on KurtzReligionandPolitics.locals.com, on MindsMINDS.com, and again, that would be the Kurtz Religion and Politics group there, on Parlor, on Gab, on Twitter, wherever else you happen to be coming from. Remember, Rumble is typically my preferred platform. You can give me a boxing glove or a rumble there to show that you approve of my content. You can give me a plus or a minus as well, a like or a dislike if you want to do that. Again, not sure what the real difference between the rumble and the plus is, but there you go. You can give me various kinds of feedback, various places. Most of them offer a like or dislike, thumbs up, thumbs down type of a thing. Some of them offer some more. I think it was... I came to the conclusion it was Clout Hub that, Hub that gave you a bigger uh, list of things that you could do. Uh, I appreciate people who comment on what I have to say because it helps me to know what I'm doing, whether or not it's beneficial, useful, worth, worthwhile to you. Uh, I also uh, will try to look at comments, obviously. If I feel it's reasonable, I will attempt to respond. I should, uh, you should at least see some sort of feedback from me if I've seen your comment, whether it's a thumbs up, thumbs down, like, dislike type of thing. Usually it'll be thumbs up or like or something like that because I don't necessarily have to agree with your content uh, saying that I, I appreciate the fact that you've left it. Um, there's something else that I was meaning to say, uh, but I can't think what it was at the moment. Um, but... Uh, the subject for today has been downsides, and tomorrow's subject is going to be need and want, and we're going to talk about the differences between those two. 
Um, oh, I wanted to say with regard to comments, if you advertise on my content or if you uh, do things that I think will be bad for others, I probably will gleefully delete whatever comments you leave. Um, hope you're doing well today. Hope everything is going well for you. And hopefully we will see you again on Monday's edition of the Daily Summation from Kurt's Religion and Politics. The speaker on this edition of the Daily Summation is Kurt Schubert. This podcast was created on Sunday, the 13th of March of 2022. The Daily Summation is created for Kurt's Religion and Politics. Thanks for watching this edition of the Daily Summation from Kurt's Religion and Politics. I hope you found it entertaining or instructional and maybe both. Uh, if you want to see more from me, you can go to blogs.kpshubert.com. That's blogs.kpshubert.com. I am on Twitter, Parlor, and Minds.com. My handle on each of those is at kpshubert. That's at kpshubert. I have a Rumble and a YouTube channel. They are the Kurtz Religion and Politics channels on Rumble and YouTube. I have a Facebook page. The Facebook page is Kurtz Religion and Politics as well. I have I am on Patreon. If you want to support me, that's one of the better places you can do that. And you will find me at Kurtz Religion and Politics on Patreon. I have a podcast. The podcast is podcasts with a with an S dot kpshubert.com. That's podcasts.kpshubert.com. I think you should be able to find me with relative ease on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and Spotify as well. The best way I find to do that is to look for Kurt's Religion and Politics. You can try to use the Daily Summation. I find that it doesn't work as well as a general rule, but you can always try that. I'm glad to have you aboard today, and hopefully we will see you again tomorrow.